In any language, Jesus is king means Jesus is king. Amen. And we've just had a taste of heaven as uh, we hear the word of God in just a few of the many languages of earth. And, and the word of God is going out in languages all over the earth as your brothers and sisters in Christ are gathering and will be gathering worldwide to celebrate the birth of our King, King Jesus. Amen? We're glad you're here tonight and glad uh, to see you uh, sitting together and with your loved ones and uh, family members and friends and relatives. It's uh, just, a, just a glorious night as we celebrate our Savior's birth. Um, a few weeks ago, my little three-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter, Audrey, marched in my office with this announcement. The first words out of her mouth, I had a baby. I said, really? And I turned to her father, hail you who are highly favored, right? <laughs> so I thought I would just explore this announcement with Audrey. I said, well, did you have a boy or a girl? She said, a girl. I said, okay. And then I said, well, what's her name? And she said, well, I don't know. <laughs> I said, well, how about Audrey? Thinking that, you know, she would say, no, my name's Audrey. Instead, she said, sure. <laughs> and then she took her imaginary daughter, Audrey. Audrey took her imaginary daughter, Audrey, and handed her to me, and I held my great-granddaughter <laughs> and cuddled her, and, um, and then I said, well, here, would you like little Audrey back? And she said, no. <laughs> I said, oh. I said, well, what would you like for me to do with little baby Audrey? She said, just put it on your desk. <laughs> so anyway, she's been there ever since. My granddaughter, Audrey, the three-and-a-half-year-old, she's just beautiful. She just says the cutest things. I just love her. I just love her. She says the cutest things. Our Heavenly Father loves us. Our Heavenly Father loves us. We're not so cute. Our Heavenly Father loves us. Romans 5.8 says, For God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still sinners. That doesn't sound cute. It's been said that Jesus is the reason for the season. Well, not according to Romans chapter 5, verse 8. According to Romans chapter 5, verse 8, Jesus is not the reason for the season. We are. Titus 3, 3 through 5 says it too. For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, 
slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us. Not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy. So all my foolishness, all my disobedience, all my straying, all these vices made it necessary for Christ to put on flesh, being born of a virgin. King David wrote in the Psalms, I was born in iniquity. In sin did my mother conceive me. So, so from the moment I was born, my corrupted and scarred heart needed purification, which meant that someone other than me had to pay for my sins. And Christ did that before I committed any. He knew the choices I'd make. I didn't even think to ask him. But he took initiative. He lived for me. The actions I should have done but didn't, he did. The sins I should have avoided but didn't, he avoided. The words I should have spoken, he spoke. And he did it all and he did it better. Oh, how I would have loved it if that's all it took. Just imitate Jesus' love, and then he gets beamed back to heaven. And I just follow his example. You know, if that was all, there would be no need for a manger. If that was all, there would be no need for an angel to say to Mary, blessed art thou, you who are highly favored. If that was all, there would be no angelic host proclaiming glory to God in the highest. If that was all, there'd be no magi saying, we've come to worship the king, or, or no crowd shouting, crucify him, or, or no Christ crying out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I mean, if all it just took was a moral teacher telling us, well, just do it this way, and, and you'll be okay, well. But the fact of the matter is, I can't. I've never been able to do it okay. I need more than a model. I need one whose life is without sin so that I can unite with him and say to God our Father, look, Christ lived for me. The very righteousness I wear sits with you at your right hand, interceding for me. I, I need more than a pattern. I need a, a savior. A person to live on my behalf. I need a high priest. A priest is a go-between. I need a go-between. And Christ is that go-between. Christ is that person. Christ is that priest. And he's the only one who can. So I am why Christ emptied himself. I am why an angel appeared to Mary. I am why he was born to die. I am why he was treated as a victim of injustice. I mean, I can pay for my sin, but then, then I would be separated from God in hell for eternity. I don't want that. I need help. Jesus is help. And he helped without complaint. It's not like he came and said, well, I'll do this for you, Bolting House, but you better never, ever forget it. He didn't do that. S Scripture says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. 
His, his heart flooded love to the extent that he pursued us and found us and rescued us and adopted us. He's able to sympathize with us, with me, with my struggles. He understands that I'm still a work in progress. That's why, that's why Christianity is not saved and never sin. Rather, it's saved, repent, sin, repent, sin, repent, still saved, still repenting, still depending, still trusting. You see, my salvation is not dependent on my ability to keep the commandments, rather on Christ's ability to keep his promises, and he's never broken his promises. Here's our Christmas gift. Listen up. Our Christmas gift is the gift God doesn't give. What? Stay with me. God does not give second chances. God, as a giver of second chances, is not good news. It's bad news. Because whenever I try, there can only be death. Nowhere in Scripture do we find God telling people to keep trying harder until they can make their salvation happen. In the Karate Kid, Mr. Miyagi, he gave Daniel son, right? Countless chances, so wax to the floor, uh, jacket on, jacket off, uh, attitude until he got the job done. But that's not how our God works. God gives us no chances to save ourselves because we just can't. Instead, he goes at it himself. In salvation, God demands perfect obedience to the law, and then he moves to perfectly obey the law on behalf of sinners and sufferers. Oh, the good news of the gospel is that the God of the Bible is a God of one chance in his son, Jesus Christ. Christ comes once to offer himself as a sacrifice once and for all for your sins and mine. And with outstretched arms, Jesus invites us, trust me to do for you what you could never ever do yourself. Oh, Christmas. Church family, Christmas is the true story of God coming down in the flesh and doing for us in one chance what we could never do in a million chances. I needed Christmas. And my sin made it happen. Jesus is the reason for the season? No. I'm the reason for the season. We are the reason for the season. Jesus is the response to that reason. We love because he first loved us. Amen.